What's good, Crypto Ballers? Money1834 here, checking in with you all on a Monday, April 26th. Hopefully, you had a fantastic weekend. On today's podcast, there was a very interesting development in Cool Cats 5 that I want to revisit with you all. And then we're going to move over to talk about a couple bullet points from the latest office hours that are worth mentioning. And we're going to wrap up the show today by hosting our first ever community mailbag where i'm going to answer a few of your questions submitted via twitter crypto ballers ts and i'm going to give my answers to those and it's going to be a good time let's have a good monday pod just hit a button morty give me a beat oh man okay all right um Ladies and gentlemen, you have just entered the realm of the Crypto Ballers, where we cover everything NBA Top Shot related in arguably too much detail. Now, before we jump into today's show, I want to give you all a reminder that you need, you absolutely need, it is crucial, it is vital for your own for your own well-being to go follow us on Twitter, at CryptoBallersTS, all one word, no underscores, no nothing, okay? Leave that, leave that bullshit to the side. We are all one word, okay? One word gang over here. Crypto Ballers TS. If you still need 20 likes on your showcase, I'm your guy, okay? Go on the Twitter. Give us a follow. Humongous thread of like over 400 showcases from the community posted in there. You put your showcase in that thread. It will get those likes very quick, okay? Easy money, come join the community, CryptoBall STS, all one word. Now, the first thing I want to talk about today is Cool Cats 5, all right? Now, on the last podcast, we were talking about Cool Cats 5 and just the crazy amount of times that this challenge is going to be completed. It is currently the cheapest challenge to date, well, at least until, you know, NBA Top Shot got really popular. Definitely the coolest one. This one, not the coolest one, the coolest one. Uh, I got cool cats on the brain, apparently. Maybe I should move the window around on my computer because I can just see the word cool and not cats five. So maybe that's where that came from. Anyway, this challenge is going to be cheaper than the Mike Connolly. Welcome to the All-Star Family Challenge. So this is a good one to get your baller status checked off that you've completed a challenge. Now, again, I still firmly believe that completing a challenge will be a requirement for future rare pack drops. I truly believe that. Do I think it's going to be a requirement on every rare pack drop in the future? No. But can it be used here and there in rare pack drop challenges? Absolutely. And I have no reason to believe that that is not the case, okay? If anything, listening to the latest office hours and just being active on Twitter or just paying attention to your surroundings, there's a lot of other people out there that are speculating that it could be, okay? So I think we hit the nail on the head with having challenge completion as a requirement. So in the last podcast, Cool Gets 5 was already completed. I don't remember the exact number. I just know that we were on pace to like pass 10,000 completions, which is <laughs> totally nuts. Um, I know a lot of people want to get it done. The Fred Van Vliet card, I was asked over the weekend uh, how much value that Fred Van Vliet is going to be worth in correlation to the Westbrook. 
and I don't think it's going to be anywhere close, okay? The Westbrook isn't even worth as much as I was hoping it would be. All right, the Westbrook goes for a lowest ask of about 155 to 165, depending on the number. Um, I think that this Fred Van Vliet, I think this is only going to demand like 40 to 50 bucks. I really think it's going to be a cheap moment, which can turn some people off of doing the challenge. Now, at the time of recording, there was currently three days remaining in Cool Cats 5, okay? So we are past the halfway point of this challenge. Now, as of this moment, Cool Cats 5 is going to cost you $221 to complete, which has been about the standard. It's been hovering right around $220 since the challenge came out. So there hasn't been any drop-offs at all in that front. But one interesting thing that has happened is that the completion rate has slowed down a bit. I was expecting the number to be over 5,000 completions at this point as I fully expect this challenge to get up to the 10,000 range. And as of right now, with three days left, it's been completed 4,575 times, which is about 500 completions off the pace that I thought we were going to see. So that's interesting now, right? So maybe the completions don't get up sky high. And if that's the case, then I wonder if this challenge is going to be worth it after all. You know, maybe, is it so crazy to say that out of the 4575 amount of people that have completed it, maybe those are the people that, you know, maybe the rest of the people aren't planning on doing it. Maybe they, they don't see the value in the Fred, uh, the Fred Van Vliet. Maybe they don't uh, assume that this card is going to be used for the Lamella Masters. But I mean, let's be real. How many people are going to be going for that Lamella Masters? I'm not sure because that is one hell of a challenge. Now, I can already tell you what the big turnoff is for collectors uh, that are thinking about the Cool Cats 5. And one of the same issues that we had with the Russell Westbrook Cool Cats 4, and is that there's two players that are absolutely driving the market. And it's unbelievably frustrating, and it can be hard to justify spending that amount of money on that kind of player. Okay, Cool Cats 4, we were dealing with Serge Ibaka and Dwight Howard. Both of those guys were unbelievably frustrating. Right, the Serge Ibaka was selling for about 50 to 60 and then the Dwight Howard got as high as $93 I saw, okay? But I'm pretty sure on average it probably sold around 80 in the last 24 hours, which is still high. We're having the same problems yet again with Cool Cats 5. But this time, it's fucking TJ McConnell and Jamichael Green. Now, I probably should have gave you guys a bit of a warning before rattling off those names to you, okay? If you were driving, hopefully you were able to stay between the lines and on your side of the road, okay? If you're at work, hopefully you didn't just make a critical mistake that could result in your termination of employment. But that's what we're dealing with here, people. TJ McConnell and Jamichael Green. Now, to put it and to give you a little bit more information on why this is so mind-blowing, okay? Fan favorite and community hero, okay, LeGuentez Dort has an asking price of $15, okay? 15 bucks, that's nothing. For a challenge, uh, for a challenge requirement, Dort, who people love, is only going for 15 bucks. That's low, man. That's really low. Now, it takes a bigger jump just moving up to Joe Ingles, which is a bit surprising. I thought it would be flip-flopped, honestly. But Joe Ingles is demanding 26. Duncan Robinson is uh, demanding 30. Okay, so I'm sure you guys out there can do the math. If this challenge is going to cost you just over $221 and you can get Duncan Robinson, Joe Ingles, and Dort for a combined $81, you can probably see what's about to happen. Okay, so again, this is a warning that if you're driving, 
you know, you might want to pull over to the side. If you're at work, maybe you should go take a bathroom break or something, okay? Just take a five. Because Jamichael Green is demanding $72. That is absolutely horrifying, okay? And then to go one step above that, TJ McConnell, all right, he's demanding $78. $78 for TJ fucking McConnell. Are you kidding me? Supply and demand is truly a bitch. So I totally get why the challenge completion rate has slowed down because at the end of the day, this TJ McConnell and Michael Green, they're selling now at a higher price point than what that Fred Van Vliet is going to get. Now, sure, if you get like a single or double digit Van Vliet, then, then yes, it's worth it because you'll be able to get some good money for that. But the chances of you getting a double-digit serial number of this Fred Van Vliet when there's currently 4,500 uh, 4, completions with three days left. Where do we think this challenge is going to be in three days? I'm not 100% positive, but I will be updating you on this as we go, all right? But right now, this Fred Van Vliet, every time this challenge gets completed, that Fred Van Vliet stock drops a bit. And then dealing with that, plus seeing TJ McConnell demanding damn near $80 and Jermichael Green right under him, it's enough to make a grown man cry, okay? There's nothing cool about spending $80 for TJ McConnell, okay? You're not fooling me. You're not fooling anyone else, all right? It's not cool. That being said, for some of you, if you haven't completed a challenge yet, okay, I think the Westbrook was a good one. To complete because the price point wasn't too high and at least you know it was a russell westbrook it was a reward that you, like a lot of people really wanted okay russell westbrook has been absolutely balling in real life okay last i saw i didn't see what he did uh, yesterday i'm pretty sure the wizards played yesterday i didn't see the box score of what he did i was out all day with the family so i didn't get to watch really any nba um but i saw a crazy stat where it's like four out of his last five he's had triple doubles and like the triple double uh westbrook is back and he's just out there crushing so He's playing really well, so he's a guy that a lot of people want right now because, you know, he's currently one of the hottest players in the game. Fred Van Fleet, I mean, are we really that excited about him right now? I don't know. So, I think the Westbrook challenge was absolutely worth it and a good challenge to just check off the box of you completed a challenge. This one is a little more frustrating. Yes, it's a little cheaper, but the players you're going to have to spend up on are going to, you know, crush you from the inside, and it's going to make you question like everything you know about basketball but you'll be able to check it off for about 220 dollars you should be eligible for some rare pack drops in the future which is great so really it's up to the consumer it's up to you guys what you want to do if you guys are okay spending you know 150 bucks on tj mcconnell and jermichael green then by all means go ahead and do so and i pray okay prayer hands up to you guys right now you guys can't see it but i'm giving you the prayer hands i hope that you guys get a good serial number on this freddie van buckets okay but I'm not very optimistic. Now, I personally still don't know what I'm going to do. Okay, I've had a couple of uh, a couple of Twitter followers out there uh, gift me a couple of the moments for this challenge, which is greatly appreciated. And I was going to plan, I was planning on completing this challenge, but in hindsight, the price of the TJ McConnell and the Jamichael Green and how much the Fred Van Vliet is going to demand on the marketplace is having me second guess it, okay? So I'm going to sit back for a, a day or two here and I'm going to see what the price the prices happen. I'm going to see what the prices happen. I'm going to see what happens to the prices of the TJ McConnell and, and the Jamichael Green and then I'll have to reevaluate it from there and see if I really want to complete this challenge or not. Now, no worries to the donators if you did donate 
to the show to complete this challenge. No big deal. If I don't end up pursuing it, then I'll just gift it back. No harm done. But Cool Cats 5 is a bit of a tricky challenge to figure out right now. But I, I think we spent too much time on Cool Cats on Cool Cats 5, right? We got to move on. Now, next we're going to talk about some interesting points that were brought up during the latest edition of Office Hours. Now, Office Hours, you know, it takes a while when they do it. I like to go through and just, you know, make little bullet points of stuff that I think is actually of importance. And I want to share it with you guys and give my thoughts and opinions on it, okay? I'm not just going to post my notes on Twitter so you can just read it. I'm here to give you my input on it, all right? So I'm just going to fly through them. I'm going to pick out the ones that I think are of importance, and I'm going to give you my two cents on them. And then we'll move on to the mailbag, right? Let's keep this, let's keep this baby moving and grooving on a Monday. All right, so the first thing I want to bring up is that it was announced that there will be a new special common set dropping in early May that'll be the quote-unquote successor to Cool Cat's set, okay? Now, we don't know as of now what this new set is going to be called, but it will be another common set, so I imagine that the price points will be very similar to Cool Cat's. I just think that they're moving on from the Cool Cat's name, and they're going to you know, throw something else at us here, but I thought that was pretty cool. All right, I know a lot of people, we've been waiting for some new sets, man. Like, I think we've had it about up to here with Cool Cat's and the metallic gold limited editions like that they throw a lot of similar not even similar they throw a lot of the same sets at us and then they just drop different challenges to you know keep it spicy and interesting but we could all use a new set right i mean we're kind of tired of the seeing stars the cool cats um i am a fan of the all-star game set but again that's that was a one-time thing we're not gonna have another one until next year same thing with seeing stars but you just see all those so much like i'm ready to see something new and i think you guys will all agree with me there right all right so this next one's really cool it says here that oh let me find it i was writing it down yeah so it says here that it is expected that they're going to make in-game arenas now you go to an arena and they're planning on having some interactive type stuff where you can scan, you know, a QR code on your phone and you can collect a moment that you can only get from going to the stadium. So I imagine it'll be something like, you know, a TV that is playing some top shot moments of the home team of the arena you're going to. For example, if you're in Boston, you're going to a Celtics game, you should see somewhere in the arena where... There'll be a QR code where you can collect like an exclusive moment that you can only get from going to the TD Garden and scanning that QR code. All right. So I imagine every single arena will have something like this, which would be really cool. I think that'll just add even more incentive to go to these games. I know I'm no stranger to attending a Celtics game here and there. So I know if they, if they add something like this, I would be all about it. I think that that is absolutely incredible. They're calling it in-arena benefits. Now, again, this is great because NBA Top Shot, you know, they're partnered with the NBA. It's an NBA product. So uh, the fact that they can do interactive stuff like this for the fans, I think is really cool. And it will increase the popularity of NBA Top Shot if I'm right. <laughs> Not if I'm right. Am I right? Because if you go to a stadium and you see a bunch of people are scanning this QR code for this moment, you know, people are going to be like, what are they like? What are they scanning? And boom, they're introduced to NBA Top Shot. So I think this is good all around. Now, there's... There's no, there's no details on, you know, is it going to be a common moment? Is it going to be a rare? Because if you think about it, say you go to a stadium, there's what, X amount of thousands of people, okay? So that, it'll probably just be a common because there's an opportunity for like a ton of people to get it. Like, 
right then and there at the game. So I assume it will be common. It probably won't be anything too crazy, but it will be pretty cool. Maybe they can make like a set out of it. You know what I mean? I know there's some people out there that like traveling to different states and, you know, attending all different home games of different uh, different NBA teams. So it'd be cool if you could like hop around and you can almost get that as like a souvenir, you know, and you make like a badass showcase of like different arenas you've gone to and collected the in-arena reward. I think that that's something that'd be pretty cool. Now, the next one here I wrote down, it should go without saying, I think it's pretty common sense, but as Top Shot continues to grow, the set size is going to follow suit, okay? Um, commons right now are out of 35,000, 35K. As more users come in, we're going to see those that common you know, set go up from 35K to probably 50K. And then who knows, maybe one day down the road, we could hit 100K per set if there's that many people on NBA Top Shot, which there very well could be. Which again is a pretty good, pretty good reason to go grab some of the, the no little insider tip. Grab some of the young prospects right now. Even the 35k like Lamelo Balls or Luka Doncic's, that 35k common set could end up being relatively rare two, three years down the road. We don't know. So still, I hope you guys are out there scooping up this good young talent in the NBA. It's a great time to be buying right now. But yeah, that's an easy one. I really don't want to spend too much time on it. I just want to let you know, as the platform expands in size, the sets are going to expand in size, right? I mean, that that's an obvious one. All right, guys. Only two more left that I want to talk about. So, uh, apparently, and this is a quote from Roham, he said that he can no longer, no, not no longer, he can neither confirm nor deny any marketing plans coming in the NBA playoffs, Okay. Now, this has been something that I've been speculating for a while, that NBA Top Shot would be really smart for them if they were able to do some marketing during NBA playoff time, because that's when the NBA has the most sets of eyes on the product. Okay, you drop a couple NBA Top Shot, you know, commercials during a big marquee matchup, we're going to see a nice big spike in users, which is a new influx of cash, which means the moments in your possession right now could become more valuable, which I think we all want right about now. So again, he would neither, he would neither, why do you mind saying neither? He can neither confirm or deny if there's going to be marketing. I still think it's very smart if they do, even if it's nothing crazy, if they feel like they're not ready. But they've been dropping, you know, we had a nice stress test pack that went really smooth over the weekend. So I do think that they're going to do some sort of marketing during NBA playoffs. It's too big of an event for them not to, you know, put something out there about their product. And the last thing I want to talk about is that it was mentioned that right now, the current pack requirements, we're seeing a lot of, you know, you need 15 moments, you need to have two rares, you need to have one legendary. We're seeing a lot of like similar stuff. Uh, it was announced that they are planning on tweaking those requirements. Now they're still, they love the snapshot feature. So that way it's not like, you know, oh, you need two rares. Now everyone is just going to go out and they're going to buy rares immediately. So that way they're eligible. They really like the snapshot. Because they feel like it rewards the true collectors, okay? You needed that stuff before it was announced what you actually need. So I get that. I like the snapshot. But they are going to be tweaking and adjusting and trying out different requirements. Because they said that they will... They, when it comes to rare packs, they want about 20-ish percent of the community to be eligible, okay? They don't want massive amounts of people trying to get them. Because they're trying to keep the rare sets and the rare cards. They're trying to keep them scarce, so to do that, you can't have 100,000 people lining up because then you, people are going to get mad that there's that the chances of getting a pack are very little as an ambulance drives by. Okay, there we go. 
Now, we have no idea what these quote-unquote tweaks are going to be, okay? Maybe they move up the you need 15 moments in your collection. Maybe they move it up to 20, all right? Maybe they move it up to 25 sometimes depending on what the pack is. I don't know. But when I know or when I get some information about what these requirements could be, I'll definitely let, be letting you guys know via podcast and Twitter at CryptoBallistTS. You better be following it. What's wrong with you? All right, that's going to do it for the office hours. I just want to touch upon a few things that I think were worth uh, mentioning or talking about. Now we're going to go to our first ever Crypto Ballers mailbag. Okay. Now I said have some fun with it, so we'll see if any of you guys out there ask some non-Top Shot related questions. Uh, if we're going to dive in, I'm probably going to pick like three or four of them, and then we'll wrap this thing up. All right, I think it's about that time. Let's jump into the mailbag. First ever mailbag segment. I'm excited to see what questions that await. Okay, let's see here. Okay, so the first question looks like it's a bit of a two-parter. Comes in from Big Bay, Big Bad John 94 TSJF. Jesus, what a long handle that is. Okay, so the first part reads how much does your wife really know about how deep into top shot you are boy oh boy can i just say i just like raise my right hand and plead the fifth and we can just move on to the second question <laughs> no so in full transparency my wife actually knows a lot about how into top shot i am uh she has her own top shot account that really she doesn't use and is very inactive and it's very frustrating when I'll be at work, I'll send her like a text, be like, hey, like, you know, stress test, 100K packs, like, get in there. And she just doesn't care at all. So that part's frustrating, but she did give it an attempt to get into Top Shot. Every day is a struggle trying to get her to, you know, get mentally invested into it. Okay, I'm still dealing with that. I was trying to bring her, you know, try to get her up to speed on it. Uh, but she does know how deep I am now. Does she know how much? is in my dapper balance that is a no <laughs> if she knew then you know i might not be here today okay i might be you know found in a morgue somewhere because sometimes i get a little crazy when it comes to some stuff in the marketplace i like but no so she knows pretty much everything about it she just doesn't know how much money i am constantly moving around buying and selling moments for but she does know how deep i am into the world of nba top shot and then you threw in, I'm glad you enjoyed the, the Luger All-Star Game story. Okay, that is still, that's not an enjoyable story for me to tell. That's still, I consider that a horror story for the time being. Okay, but I'm glad you uh, that you enjoyed that story. The second question uh, from the same user is, is this your first attempt at a podcast? Okay, oh, it's actually, this is a three-parter. Is this my first attempt at a podcast? No, I've actually hosted several podcasts. I've covered topics ranging from mobile gaming, to console gaming, all the way up to uh, NBA podcasts and NFL podcasts. So I've dabbled in a bunch of different podcasts over the years. This is just uh, the latest one, and I'm so into NBA Top Shot that this one is kind of dominating uh, all the other podcasts that I'm a part of. This is this one is like my favorite one. I really enjoy talking about NBA Top Shot. I'm currently obsessed with it, and I can see the future or I can see into the future of where this could go, and I'm very excited. So I'm glad that you guys have all showed support so far over the podcast because it's just driving me to continue to focus on this one. But to answer your question, this is not the first attempt. Like I said, I've done gaming. I've done other sports. So I, I love podcasting. And the last part is 
Tom Brady. Love him or hate him now? I I am a diehard Patriot fan. I have been my whole life, as far back as I can remember, I've been a Patriot fan. I will forever love Tom Brady, okay? Now, was there a little bit of bitterness when he left? Absolutely. Like, I think you'll be hard-pressed to find someone who was happy about him wanting to get out of town, okay? It, it hurt. It stung. It's like if you've been if you've been married to somebody for 20 years, and then they're just like, hey, I want to get a divorce because it's not working anymore. And then you go see who they end up getting married to, and they're just, like, way better looking than you. And you're just like, ah, oh, fuck. Like... I can I kind of see why it happened now, okay? And that was him going to Tampa Bay with all those weapons. Because New England never really gave him the weapons he needed, okay? He's he's never had like a dominant offense. It's been since like 07. So him going to Tampa Bay at first it was like, "Come on, man, like really?" And then you're sitting back and you're just like, "Mike Evans, you know, Chris Godwin, like he's bringing Gronk with him." And it's like, "Okay, like I can see it now." And then next thing I know, on Sundays when the when Tampa Bay was on, I found myself watching it, and I was rooting for him. It felt like he was still a Patriot. To me, he will always be a Patriot. So I still love Tom Brady, and I want that on the record, okay? If, if anyone has some hate about that, you guys know the Twitter already. CryptoBallisTS, let me have it. But I'm still Team Tom. Next question is from at Staz2860. He writes in, what are some potential reasons why a moment would go so far above the ask price? If the lowest ask is $25 and someone buys it for $55, is it the serial number, etc.? Uh, I've learned over the months of being on NBA Top Shot that serial numbers truly dominate the marketplace, okay? A good example of this is my JaVel McGee story, right? I pulled a JaVel McGee number 56 out of 35K out of a common pack. And the lowest asking price for JaVale McGee was, at the time, it was $7. I ended up selling my JaVale McGee for over 100 And that was strictly because the serial number. People will pay up if it means that they can get uh, a triple-digit or a double-digit serial. Those will sell no matter the player, no matter how big the set is. The lower serial you get, think of it as like a multiplier. Now, if you look at the transactions and you see that, you know, the serial number of the lowest ask at $25 and the serial number that was just bought for $55, if you see that the serial numbers are, are close and there isn't like a, a, a like a big disparity, then it, it really could be anything, all right? There's a lot of speculation that people will overpay on moments, but it's because they have a second account and they're buying it with their other account to transfer Dapper. I, that's a big no-no on NBA Top Shot, but people do do that, right? I know that they do everything in their power to limit, you know, bots that are buying at like a superhuman reaction that like we, you and I just can't buy a card that fast. Like we don't have enough time, like 30 seconds isn't enough to get lucky enough to buy some of these deals that happen where it could be a, a moment that was posted for a dollar that's worth like 20. Or, you know, someone posted a moment for 40 when it sells for fucking 600. Like, bots can buy those things immediately so some people have something like that set up and other people are just like all right i need to move you know 60 dollars into my other account what i'm gonna do is this 20 dollars card or the 20 dollars lowest ask of this moment i'm just gonna post mine for 60 because i know nobody else will buy it for 60 and then i will buy it on my other account transfer dapper that way so again that's very frowned upon and you can get banned for doing shit like that 
but I know for a fact that there are people that do that to move money around, okay? Especially that, especially now that they're keeping such a close eye on gifting. And if Dapper sees you gifting to the same account over and over and it looks really suspicious, they're going to look into it and they're going to try to see if that is you gifting to another account that you probably own. So there's just a lot of people trying to go around the rules. So if you see anything like that where the serial numbers are really close, uh, like in the same range, but the price point is just so different, then it could be a situation like that. But I like to believe that the community doesn't all suck. Only a, f only a small percentile of people suck. So it could just be, it's probably just a serial number discrepancy. People will pay up for double digits or even triple digits. And that's the leading cause of why some people will pass on the lowest ask and pay up a bit because it's it's more appealing to have, you know, number 99 out of 35K than 25K out of 35K. You know what I mean? Like people will pay up for it because they think in the long run, the lower serial numbers will hold more value and will increase at a faster rate than some of the other ones. Okay, so the last and final question I'm going to do today comes in from MSU Walleye. Uh, and he writes in, think Marketplace has reached some, reached some sort of equilibrium. Think the days of most moments continually dropping will be coming to an end soon. All right, now, this, this is a bit of a tricky question to answer because the more moments that come out, obviously that could drive the, you know, the lowest ask prices down because the supply is greater than the demand. However, with how much I believe Top Shot is going to be growing from the NBA playoffs on, I think we're going to get a big influx of users, which could create another upward spike, kind of like what we saw in February. I don't know if it'll be that drastic, but I do think that prices could be going up once we get a new or a bigger influx of users coming in. But really, the thing I'm waiting for, the thing that I believe will be able to correct the, uh, the moments just decreasing in value like every day, I believe it's going to be once there's a mobile app and they're out of beta. Once those two things happen and NBA Top Shot is more easily accessible on your phone than going on like a Google Chrome browser or whatever, I think that once there's an app, I think that the popularity honestly is going to explode. As long as they do the app correctly and it's easy to navigate, I believe that NBA Top Shot, I believe the sky's the limit once they get an app and they're out of beta and they got everything rolling smoothly and there's a lot of sets, you know what I mean? So as of today, I believe you'll still see lowest asks around the five to six dollar range. Okay. And I think that we're going to stay right around this range. You'll see the four dollar moment here and there. But a lot of times people, when they see a four dollar moment, they buy it. And then they just, you know, it's obviously it's a really small flip. But if you buy a moment for four, there's a good chance you're going to be able to sell it for five. Okay. A lot of times when po people post it for four, it's because, you know, their moment is lost in a shuffle of like 200 listings that are posted for the same price point of $5. They put it for four, you jump the line essentially and people will buy it. I do believe that if you buy any moment really for three or $4, you should be able to get five if you're patient enough. I mean, come on. So in a perfect world to answer your question more directly, I believe that once we get to NBA playoff time, and if it's true that there's going to be some sort of marketing around NBA playoff time, I believe from that moment on, at the beginning of next season, maybe we're out of beta and we have an app. That's when I think that we will no longer see drops. I think that it will either hold the line or will take uh, spikes forward. I don't see it plummeting like it has been over the last month. I believe right now the only thing we can do is just hold on for dear life. Hold the line. Don't sell your moments at a discount. Now is a good time 
to buy. This is a buyer's market right now. I'd be buying Lamellos. I'd be buying Lucas. I'd be looking into Zion's. Like I'd be buying these guys with the knowledge of knowing that there could be marketing coming in about a month's time. And then, you know, next season, in the offseason, they're going to be dropping packs. They're going to be dropping run at back. So there's still going to be stuff going on in the NBA offseason. And then at the start of the next season, okay, maybe we're out of beta by then. That's when I think that the cards that you're buying today at a discount will surpass what they should be valued at and they will only go up. That's my beliefs, though. That could be 100% false. But you ask me my opinion, that's my opinion. I think the stretch that we just finished or that you can even argue we're, we're still going through right now, I think this is like the floor. I think this is as low as it goes, right? So in theory, you can only go up from here. That, that's how I'm looking at it anyway. All right, so that's that's all the uh, that's all the time we got for today. Awesome mailbag. I'm glad the amount of participation. I got a ton of DMs, so I picked a few, and uh, hopefully those were to your liking. We'll definitely do this again in the future. If you're hearing this and you wanted to submit a question, again, my DMs are left open. Okay, crypto ballers TS, all one word. You know we don't do any underscores. We're not about that life. I will catch up with all of you on Wednesday. Until then, may the marketplace forever be in your favor. Go follow the Twitter at crypto ballers TS.